Today, here's the story of how I stretched my last week into 21 days using the time management system for Mr. Ed Milet. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Action Academy Podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? This is your host, as always, Brian Lubin. Bongiorno from Italy. And because I'm in Italy and because of the subject matter of today's conversation, I have to give a shout out to today's show sponsor, Capitalism. <laughs> Guys, the Italians, the Italians do nothing. They do nothing. In a world stage so far, the Spaniards and the Italians do nothing. Okay, it's called, they literally have a phrase for this. It's called Dolce Faniente, the sweetness of doing nothing. Okay, now hear me out. I'm over here. Everything is closed from the hours of 2 to 7 p.m. Like, nobody's working. Everyone is back home taking naps, making love with their significant others. I don't know what they're doing. Um, all I know is that I can't eat at lunchtime. So, you know, American problems, hashtag first world problems here. But it's a funny dichotomy, right? Because the question gets brought up as I'm sitting here on a park bench doing nothing. The question gets brought up, which way is a superior way of being? You know, the Italians seem very happy. Most of them are pretty fit, very tight-knit family communities, and they just seem overall much more content with life. So I don't know what the correct answer is. I don't know if that way is better or if the American way is better, but all I'm saying is, Americans, we have nobody to worry about. When it comes to work and companies and business and capitalism, we've got this thing unlocked because our guys are working 50, 60 hours a week, and that's normal and celebrated. So today, let's talk about time. I wanted to give that intro as a little segue of my personal experience that I'm having because contrast creates clarity. And today, we're going to talk about an entrepreneur that has a lot of stuff under his belt. And his time is extraordinarily valuable because the guy's worth north of $400 million. And I was reading his new book, The Power of One More, Mr. Ed Milet. The book's amazing. You guys should get it. But there was one chapter in particular that was really intriguing to me. And as always, I had to volunteer as your human guinea pig before posting this podcast episode for all of you. So today, here's the story of how I stretched my last week into 21 days using the time management system for Mr. Ed Milet. Let's get to it. So Ed opens this chapter essentially just crapping all over the traditional method of work in America. And he says it's insanely antiquated, and I completely agree with him, to where he says the nine to five work week is just foolish. And what it does is it just has people essentially doing all the stuff that they have to do in small bursts of time and then just stretching out the rest of the time to go to the bathroom, have coffee and talk to their coworkers, which I agree with. I've literally been there. I've been in sales. He's not incorrect. There's actually a psychological principle for this that encapsulates this entire idea called Parkinson's law to where it states that work will expand 
into the time frame allotted for its completion. So think back to college whenever you had that one assignment due, maybe three months down the pipe, and you didn't do anything about it. And really, it only took 30 minutes to an hour to complete, but you waited all the way into the last minute in three months to complete it. Yeah, so it's like that. Or it's like studying for that test where you stay up two hours right before the night before and you do everything that you have to do. So Ed recognizes this principle and he applies it in his life. So what he does is instead of having a seven-day week, what he does is he splits every day into three sections called mini days. So Ed's mini days are from 6 a.m. till noon. That's day one. Noon till 6 p.m. is day two. And then 6 p.m. till midnight is day three. So what he does is he takes all the work that he would do in a normal day and he just does it in one of his many days. So he's flipping Parkinson's law on its head and he's doing the reverse where he's still applying it, but to be more productive in less amount of time. So I was like, okay, this is super interesting. Let me take a week, implement this in my life, see what works, see what doesn't, and then make a freaking podcast about it, which is my life now. So I did. And here are the results. guys. It's pretty freaking sweet. It's pretty freaking sweet. I can't even lie. It works really, really well. So I utilized this in Austria while I was traveling full time. So my life is even more chaotic than normal. But what I did was from eight till noon. So I gave myself a little bit more of a window there. From eight till noon was my creative time. So that was going to be time making podcasts, planning podcasts, planning content, all of that stuff. And then from 12 to six, was my window where I had any calls, any podcasts, any quote-unquote work that needed to be done. So I put all of that into that window, and I would not schedule anything after that. So I had two calls afterwards, and I canceled them or I rescheduled them. And then from 6 to midnight was my travel time. So that's the time that I used to go explore, go hike, go in the mountains, all of that stuff. So what were the results of all of this? Now, keep in mind, I have different KPIs that I had to utilize to be able to track productivity, quote unquote. So for me, it was outreach. It was a bunch of KPIs around content, podcasts. So essentially for me, I produced 37% more content and I outreached 22% more as opposed to the week prior. And I did all of this in a smaller time window. So it works, plain and simple. I would highly recommend at least attempting to bake some type of hybrid version of this into your life. And at the very least, just be aware and cognizant of Parkinson's law whenever you're doing your work, because I guarantee you, even if you're in that W-2, the work that you're doing can almost 90% of the time be done in a fraction of the time that you're taking to do now. What does that mean for you? It means as you're driving to work right now, you can figure out how to do all of your work that's required of you in your W-2, and you can do it in 20 or maybe even 30 hours a week. So even if you're saving 10 hours a week, that's two hours a day that you can work on that side thing, that you can build something, research real estate, all that good stuff. And that's literally what I did when I was finishing up. I hit President's Club while working essentially 20 hours a week. And the irony of that is I was more productive in less amount of time. So that's the goal, people, is to figure out how can you do the most amount of work in the least amount of time? Because we are removing the badge of honor from working 90, 100 hours a week. It's just, it's not cool anymore. Sorry, guys. You can't sit at the cool kids table if you're working 100 hours a week. So 
Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, we have five episodes coming for you this week. If you are new to the show, we have two multimillionaire entrepreneurs that we're case studying on Tuesday and Thursday, and the rest are small bite-sized digestible tips like this. If you enjoyed, subscribe in the top right corner, leave us a rating and a review, and go have a freaking awesome day. Thanks. Talk tomorrow.